Hello and welcome to another episode of Wanna Be Entrepreneur. Today I'm here with Irish. Uh, hey Irish. Hi. Hi Tiago, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for accepting the invitation. It's an interesting way that we met because I was browsing through my LinkedIn and then uh, Irish got recommended to me as an entrepreneur and also she's also working in the sustainability area mm-hmm. so I thought it okay that's super cool and I sent a message and she accepted so thank you so much I'm uh, looking forward to this conversation yeah no great being here and also uh, being part of this uh, community Tiago that you're yeah creating of entrepreneurs um, yeah yeah cool so to start things off I would like to ask you to introduce yourself to the listeners who is Irish Yeah. So, um I was born and raised in Milan, so I'm actually Italian and I moved to the Netherlands uh, around almost now five years ago. Um actually, I never wanted to become an entrepreneur and and so I sort of came to this path. Um yeah, let's say uh, by uh, in different ways. So, um actually my passion lies in sustainability since Um, the longest time and I've started like to first of all be very interested in it with uh, my profession um, already since university like I remember going back to my dad saying hey dad I want to become the chief sustainability officer of a big corporation and that was when a chief sustainability officer wasn't even a thing right <laughs> and um, uh, yeah and so I really so I studied business And so I was really curious of, you know, how you can create actual, uh, you know, businesses, uh, something that makes money, but at the same time, creates something meaningful, meaningful for the world. Um, and I remember like doing this case study actually in Germany, uh, where you are right now, Tiago, I, I did an exchange and I we did this different like case studies and it really like amazed me how you could do that. But in the end, I've always been a sort of like a solution-oriented person. And so that's how I wanted to be part of uh, the technology uh, revolution that was happening, especially in different industry, but also a very important industry for me that has been like at the core uh, and also part of my passions, which is the fashion industry. So I was born and raised in Milan. So I guess also that's the influence from there. And I mean, fashion is, is also a bit... I'm a type of person who has a, a bit of a creative side or at least like likes the creativity from other people. So I'm not a creative myself, mm-hmm. but I, I like to see it on other people. And so I think fashion is also uh, an industry that's um, uh, pretty amazing on how it also brings joy in a sense to our lives uh, and a, sort of an expression of ourselves. And um, and so, yeah, I started in global brands um, in, in, in the Netherlands. Uh, so I worked at Nike and then at PVH, which is the mother company of Tommy Wilfrid and Calvin Klein. And actually there, I was sort of like an entrepreneur in, inside the inside big corporates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're called intrapreneurs. Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that that was also something that came natural because I, I, I basically got my dream job. I wanted to be in the innovation, like in the teams that were bringing newness inside the, 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 the company. Um, and so in both cases, from one side, I was like sort of scouting for startups and creating proof of concept and finding like different ways. And I saw how technology could be used uh, for a more sustainable future. 
um, because you can sustainably influence also processes, make them shorter, but also make them more digital, avoid like all sampling and overproduction and, and things like that. Um, but also in a way that is just like for business and that's it. Um, but so two years ago, I basically then uh, stumbled across um, this problem that I had um, as a consumer. I mean, I was also an insider in the industry. I mean, the fashion industry is one of the most polluting. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I, I, I found a problem and then that's how a big, uh, it hit to me that, um, yeah, you know, as a consumer, it's really hard to find, to be more sustainable in your choices and stick to your values when you're shopping something and that really uh yeah blew my mind uh on how difficult it was that um yeah it, it was like the turning point for me right and uh, and i guess that that problem then it originated renewn exactly so basically this was about two years ago um i needed a black dress and i spent a month and a half trying to find it i was like literally Like, I mean, normally it takes me 10 minutes um, to mm -hmm. buy something online. Um, and then I literally spent a month and a half going back from work every night and like, you know, searching things online and trying to find brands and find then places who sold those brands and brands that wouldn't ship from all over the, the world, from across the world, because <laughs> that also didn't feel sustainable to me. Right. Uh, but also like understanding as a consumer, how can you make an impact because there's so many ways you can have an impact and sometimes it feels so overwhelming yes uh, yeah and um, let, let's take a, a step back because i was very interested with you what you just said before so you said that you didn't want to become an entrepreneur but no. the the moment you joined the company you you were you were kind of led to that past but like So in the past, if you now check your, uh, I don't know, in college or your, did you ever had like some other projects before? Did you ever try to come up with something, your own business? or I, I did, almost? actually. I okay. did. I've always been like sort of a person that likes to build and had millions of ideas on how to do things differently. It's just like, I think probably by my upbringing, because I didn't, I didn't even know it was a possibility because I haven't been you know, surrounded by people who have been entrepreneurs, like yeah. no one from my family or circle of people that actually I knew um, was an entrepreneur. So it didn't even cross my mind because I didn't know it was an option. And how, what do they think of you now following that path? Well, they're really scared. proud of me. <laughs> cool. No, yeah, they're really um, proud of me. And I think also, um, yeah, I, I think you have to have it also been in, In, in your passion and if it's there because there are some people who it, it, it's not for them right they, they wouldn't even like you know choose it if they had all the possibilities to do it right um, and uh, yeah so for me it was a, a natural you know path that happened right. and uh, and you're you, you have your dream job right so you're you're doing something in the fashion industry something that you like mm -hmm. and you still have this urge to go and fix a problem yeah uh, you you were not satisfied at your job or was it something missing well what was it i really i really loved it in a way that i i was lucky enough to to do to, but also like i i chased for a long time what i really wanted to do 
And um, I mean, I, I literally like loved what I was doing in, in the corporate before. To me, it was really like something um, that came more from passion rather than escaping something that um, right. I, I've always had, a, I, mean, I had a bit always like the feeling that I wanted to build something more yeah. like in my free time. Also, when I was um, in my corporate jobs, I did start like I also had uh, side projects. Um, I, I was so passionate about uh, yoga as well, which was something that um, my circle of friends around me like didn't do. Mm-hmm. And so because it changed so much of my personal life, I was also, again, like also for that, I was really passionate about right. it and I wanted to share it with the world. And so I actually did start like a, a channel and then a community online. Ah, a YouTube that, channel. Yes. And it, ah, like, that explains why when I search your name on YouTube, a bunch of yoga videos pop up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to look for other interviews and I was like, what? This is yoga. I don't get it. And then yeah. only when I search with Renun in front then i found the interview so yeah it's a it's it's a big one it's a big channel yeah it's a big channel and surprisingly also because um well i i i guess like by just like going on what i thought it was uh, right for me because i i put myself a little bit on my mindset of um well if i wanted to discover yoga when i didn't know it yet i thought um, I always got discouraged and also that was for my friends by maybe yoga videos of one hour. And so um, I started doing this 10 to 15, uh, maximum 20 minutes uh, yeah. videos uh, in Italian. And um, yeah, also, yeah, it, it, it really blew the, 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 the channel. So it's, it's, uh, that was a very um, interesting project that I did and also developed into an, um, a marketplace online. So um, I did different things um, and that was like a bit like I felt like I had this sort of you know uh, adventurous side that I wanted to yeah. express <laughs> that, is, that is amazing and uh, so you, you also have kind of a source of income coming from from the, the channel the YouTube channel yeah yeah wow that is great okay well uh, we got sidetracked here a little bit, but it's also yeah. very interesting. Um, okay, yeah. let, let's go into uh, Renun. Mm-hmm. So you have this this problem, right? You have this problem with the, with the black dress and you have this idea. But you did you immediately know that you wanted to build an app to solve that problem? How did that go, uh, process go? No, I didn't. Um, actually, we really literally started, like we didn't even know. And I talk about we because the first thing that I did was to actually go talk to uh, a colleague of mine at PVH. And we started, you know, brainstorming. He was like, yeah, yeah, let's do something about this. And um, I know this is kind of like, because then, so now we've done a couple of acceleration programs and but and and we know but by that time we didn't know anything you know about the theories of startups and how you should do things um and the theory says that indeed you should start with a problem not with a solution uh, because the solution might not be you know ideal but if you start and you're passionate about a problem and everything everything it's like yeah you work around the problem um, and so that's basically what we did. Um, I, I had this problem, right? As a consumer, I didn't find products. I spent a month and a half. I was still unsure about the choice that I made. I had inconsistent information. Um, and I still felt like, you know, oh, there's probably like so much um, uh, products out there or brands out there that I could have 
included in my choice, but um, I didn't. And so, like, fear also of missing out, you know, of not having a bit of a choice as well. Yeah. So, um, because of all of that, we started thinking, do we create a brand? Actually, that was the first thing that we okay. thought of. I said, like, no, definitely not. Like, also in terms of sustainability, we don't want to, like, and also that's not really solving the problem because it's just one brand again and not giving, um, yeah, solutions. And so we create an e-commerce and we're like, no, not even because there's so many e-commerces out there and still not solving the, the, the problem uh, of, you know, inconsistent information and actually like really guiding people because that was my brain problems. Um, and, and, and from other users that I started to talk to. And so that's how the um, solution came about, uh, which still like it wasn't an app, but so the solution for us, it's we, we combine multiple websites. So we aggregate the information mm-hmm. and then we process the information and we have a sustainability framework that lets products pass or not. Um, and so we do a sustainability analysis both at the brand level, but also at the product level. Um, okay. And we then give these attributes to the different products with our algorithm. And that also allows the consumer, the user, to know exactly what that product is doing in terms of sustainability and also the brand. And we created, like, for us, it was like a huge uh, research that we did, both qualitative and quantitative, uh, from the industry consumers. um, And, yeah, we didn't know that we wanted to create an app. Indeed, like, Renewing first started as a a website, Mm -hmm. uh, just a website. And that's actually also something that, happened to us that um, really made us like you know it was a key moment when we started to think in product like we're building a product we're building a service we're not building a website and that like literally like changed our mind on things Um, Mm -hmm. and and when we did that we understood that building Uh, an app would allow us to do that yeah can you elaborate a little bit more on that? So what is this mindset shift between, or what is the difference between a product and a website? Yeah. So I think a, um, a website is like, just like a, you know, a place where people come and go. Uh, right. I, I feel in a way. And uh, just people come and then they transact and that's it. So okay. a product for us was like a full-on service because um, like inside Renewed, you just don't come, but we... Um, we let you like express yourselves, like you go through an onboarding. Um, then it's like the whole service around it uh, because you start like personalizing it and it becomes like a thing that becomes like, it's hard to explain in a way, but it's sort of like um, IMDB or Spotify, you know, those are products because those are not, um, uh, or, or even, you know, social media uh, apps. Those are all products in a mm-hmm. way. Right. Um, and not website. So a website is just like an online shop. Uh, right. So you, you see the website as a more, as you said, a transition and phase, something that people will use it as a, only as a, when they need it and then they forget about it. Whereas a product is something that it's with the person. It's like having something, having a pen or having like yeah. an object with them, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a nice uh, comparison cool. to it. And uh, yeah, I think you can do that with a digital uh, app. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, makes a little sense. So, uh, so you are doing this with a partner, right? 
We're actually four. Uh, okay. So we're, uh, that we're a little bit outside of the theory. But, uh, but again, like from um, this past year and a half that we uh, started, um, I've also learned that, uh, I mean, not to listen too much also sometimes to the theory. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so basically when I started with this partner to... Um, with, with my partner to to first like you know uh, the, do the research etc. We we immediately noticed that we needed a CTO and then a person that right. was really yeah, that, that's my sorry yeah. to interrupt my question there. So your your first uh, guest partner yeah is also in the tech world or f like what what is the, the background? Yeah, so actually the the first person that joined uh, my crazy uh, problem uh, mm -hmm. to, to, to start uh, solving this problem uh, was actually a person that um, I knew he has been always like passionate about entrepreneurship like right. since he's little he's tried to create uh, social media platforms and yeah. things like that so he's a little bit you know the um, know-it-all a little bit of the team in, in a way that in a sense that he has um, a, a bit of a, a very mixed background because he's done business, he's done a bit tech data, you know. Right. Um, and uh, currently, he's also like the financial business plan guy. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's and, a joker. Does everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, and then we immediately noticed because we started, you know, let's create like a just like a random prototype together, so that we when we were doing like the research, we could go and show something. And we did yeah. because there are a lot of like tools out there that allow you to start with something very crappy, but at least have something outside. Right, like a website then. Yeah, it was a it was a, a website uh, that. And we which did. tool did you use? By the way? So we we did a website in Shopify, and Shopify, um, yeah. we actually use I don't remember the name, but because we do scraping, um, so we didn't even like you know partner with the website at the beginning. So we just took like some websites, the some brands and. Um, we were scraping um, their websites and we were using also a tool that allowed us not to like uh, overcode it. At, and at this point, you, I guess there's not a lot of money that you invested. I guess for Sh uh, Shopify, you had to invest some money. Is it all coming from your pockets or were you thinking on getting some investments? Uh, what was the reasoning well, there? We actually at the beginning we didn't think of raising money. Like mm -hmm. again, like to us it was a completely new. So we really like we were think first we wanted to understand what is it that we wanted to build. Right. That's like and and if I was the only like you know crazy person who had that problem, you know, <laughs> or yeah. if there were other people like if I wasn't just solving this for myself or, um, you know, um, like. Yeah, talking to other users, potential users, and um, but also the industry in itself to understand uh, and create our vision of sustainability in this very intricate and complex industry, yeah. which is, yeah, also when I talk to people who work in sustainability in other industries, it's literally like something, yeah, so particular for, for, for clothing and fashion industry. Um, because there are so many things that we still need to do um, in, in many different aspects. And so because of that, um, yeah, we, we literally like started with, I mean, yeah, just with this prototype, I think we invested like 200, 300 euros, something like this. So right. of course it came from our uh, pockets. Uh -huh. um, for us, it didn't happen that we started, you know, to look for money. 
until you know when we did we had our CTO we had done like thorough testing and we got accepted in an accelerator program so that's what we we did immediately like we said let's get help from someone who's expert in building startups because that's going to give us also more accountability and also guide us in this initial path um and not do it let's say alone yeah you know it's 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 funny that you say that because yeah there are many uh startup accelerators but for me for myself i always think that i don't know i'll that I won't learn that much for some reason. I don't know why I have this impression. Mm-hmm. And then I will just go there and uh, they will take like a part of my company. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I've always this feeling that it's not that useful. Uh, yeah. Do you find I, it useful? I think it, it, I think it really depends on what you're building. So for us, it was very complex. Like we wanted to also understand more the in and outs and, like we had no clue right on where to start and so um for us we found that it allowed us to mm. develop our concept much much faster because we had exposure first of all like exposure to more people with what we were building and that also gave us like you know feedback a lot of feedback and a lot of people to talk to um and that like i think that's like the main Thing that you get out of an accelerator but I think you need to if, if you go to an accelerator you need to be very specific on what is it that you want to get out of it and also be specific and very picky on who you're what you're getting and um, I think also a lot of accelerators are you know moving away from like the standard like classroom things that those right. I also think that are not helpful uh-huh. and then so you, you built the website to determine if there was a need for it, if there was a, a market for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did that go? Did you or did you get your answers? So in a way, you never get your answers because you, you don't know, you know, how much, you know, it's always like potential. It's like, okay, um, like to, to have an immediate answer, like a, a very like, you know, 100% answer, maybe um, you want to get, you know, a million people and say if that's uh, something valuable, but also to us, like what we noticed, at, like it, at the beginning, what we tested with the website was, are people anyways like going to be interested in this, you know? And that's the right. immediate thing that you test. Um, even like when we created our second prototype through our uh, acceleration program. So the first one, we don't even call it like prototype because it, it, it was right. basically just like a sketch. Um, we didn't even have like, you know, the, the back end and everything else that we needed to build. But you um, got users going we, there, Yeah, right? we, we did. We did. Uh, How we many? Did, um, not many. I think we just tested it with um, 100, 200 users, something mm-hmm. like that. So you just shared it on your uh, like network? Yeah, on the people. network. Uh, actually, what we did is also that we ran some ad campaigns to... Right. Because also, um, I mean, this was... Because the initial idea was two years ago. Um, you know, and two years ago, also not a lot of people had already started thinking I'm going to shop more sustainably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, so when we were talking to also the accelerators, they were like, huh, these people, okay, they're building something in sustainable fashion, mm-hmm. but still, like they were interested, but still something like completely new. Right. Yeah. Um, and, um, and yeah, so 
that 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 was like our very very initial like sketch um we actually had like um a transaction i remember like from this first users and we were like whoa wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know uh, from from this prototype that I think if I, I, I don't want to see that, like, I, I don't remember exactly how it was, but I think, or what I wrote on it, but I think I, I would laugh if I see it right now, uh, <laughs> because it, it was, yeah, um, it was the initial, you know, idea of what we wanted to build and it also gave people an yeah. initial idea, but it wasn't like the full thing that. And I'm interested to know how, how was your experience with ads? Mm -hmm. Because for me, it's always, I don't always get some random users that they are not even active. So was it hard to to mm -hmm. get the, the users uh, flowing? No. So for us, because we had like a very specific initial idea of the target. Um, right. And probably also myself, you know, like being the first user, like I knew already like pretty much who, who, who I wanted to target. You're trying to target yourself. People yeah, so like exactly. So that that's really literally like how we, st we started. Like we we started like targeting uh, women who were between 25 and 30 years old, right. uh, and we did some tests like in different countries to also test that. So th those were the initial tests that we ran. Right, and there and you're trying to to see if in, in within that target there was people that also cared for sustainability right exactly so they care they cared about shopping fashion online they cared about sustainability and we also put some other things for example that they did yoga <laughs> and so you know like to to yeah. try and, and narrow down the the target yeah actually because you already back then had a big channel did you use your channel to advertise uh, your first prototype um, I actually did not. Um, I guess also because for for the longest time I saw the things that I was doing with my channel like sort of separate. Like I didn't understand that it actually made sense, you know, in in the different things. And um, I didn't, right. but uh, it would have been a, a good idea to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think at the beginning when you're you know the f first time entrepreneurs and you have these things, you sort of like also want to keep it a bit quiet you know like oh i'm testing and i'm doing and yeah yeah i mean if if like now I, it's like the, the the best thing you can do is just like put it out there and right even so uh, why were you trying to keep it quiet like out of shame out of uh, fear that someone would steal your idea um i didn't fear that somebody would steal my idea because i i was very aware and i'm still like very aware that it's like so complex to build so i was like uh, even so, if someone like really likes the idea, I mean, good luck building it. Yeah. Um, but uh, this, mm, it, it was a bit probably also shame because I was like, you know, um, I'm not sure about like what we're building here, and right. I'm not sure if I'm ready to show it to the world. Right. And um, yeah, and probably also I didn't really like see immediately the connection. Yeah. Uh, of these two things that I was doing and I sort of like kept it separate yeah um, and um, so you still had your job there right or did you quit yeah, your job yeah no I was still at my job okay and um, so you tested you you saw there was some users coming you saw that okay there's something we can do here you found a CTO mm -hmm. and how did you find it did you just like put out an ad or like you, you knew someone how did that work there was in Amsterdam like there's this meetups 
uh, of like technical people and a lot of like just startups and uh, there's like a startup every or, or a couple that pitch every night and so I went there for a month straight like every every Thursday to see like you know I just talk about I have this idea and see like if somebody would jump on board but then it happened that after yeah I think around that time um somebody in my building like I met him and um like just talking he's like oh you know yeah I do a backhand and I scrape and I've been doing that for eight years I'm like you do what <laughs> and and this guy was actually super passionate about sustainability um okay. and um and so yeah when when we presented him like this idea he's like yeah like immediately you know like yeah let's build it and um yeah we started to to build it with him cool and and then you so what was the next step so you start building something do you when do you get in the accelerated program yeah so we um basically then um we yeah we, we basically decided so at that point um that was like after si around six months when we were like you know um talking to people testing things etc then at some point um i said okay like i'm gonna quit my job because i also wanted to you know to create something for like the other project i was doing and actually do this as well And so I said, okay, like right. let, let's let's quit the, my job. the YouTube project, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I basically created a, an e-commerce with that, and I wanted mm -hmm. to like also like you know just test it further and um, yeah, like uh, probably you're doing now, like do my own uh, projects, right. and um, that's what I did. And then I said, okay, like immediately, like just after the first month, um, I realized that. I wanted to, for for me, for the team, we were all like new to this, like wanted to have a kick. And then um, I found this accelerator that was like perfect for us. So it's, uh, it was in fashion tech and it was like very specific to what we were building. And so we decided to apply and we started the process with them, which took, I think, three months. And in the meantime, I also indeed were doing like, I was doing different projects. Um, and then there, um, yeah, we got into the accelerator And then we incorporated the company, uh, right. and then everything started. That was February 2020, so last year. Oh, okay. And how did it feel? Was it easy for you to quit your job? Um. So it it wasn't easy in a way because you're always like you know there's always a reason why not to. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, I was like you know I want to do this, and I mean. I could get a job anytime if I want to. Right. Um, and the time is now. I'm so passionate about trying this and I, I want to do it. So <laughs> I, yeah, I literally like, I decided. Yeah. And the day I decided, I think I told my parents and then two days after I told my boss and yeah. Wow. And then, What did your parents say? There, I, I didn't expect it, but my dad was like, yeah. Well done. Oh, wow, it's great. <laughs> like, it's like uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's you know, it's it's a like it's a, it's a good path. Like I, I see yeah. it well for you, and uh, yeah, um, they're that's, that's very supportive. I have to say, I didn't, I didn't also didn't expect it, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's really cool. And um, so you already finished the accelerator program, right? Mm -hmm. What was the outcome of that? 
Yeah, so with the accelerator program, and actually this is also something that I started doing before, so I started to talk to a lot of people that I thought that would be crucial, interesting, and that would also like guide me. So these were people that were that are still like you know business angels that you know they they also work with startups, and so um, after the accelerator. What well, what we did is okay. Now we needed to fully raise our pre-seed round um, okay. because at, until then uh, we actually did receive like uh, an investment. Like we we did put our own uh, finances in there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we received like um, we also had another uh, person like indeed to join the team as co-founder who also like invested, and okay. we had the accelerator that also invested. Uh, but it was still like you know the the small you know family friends and fools right. type of round, <laughs> and so now we needed to raise our pre-seed round. And um, also for me it was the really like the first time uh, raising funds for for a startup, and so um, I I think the, the accelerator program, and I also did one uh, that it's. Um, for female founders, it's actually called Female Founders, mm-hmm. and um, it's an amazing uh, accelerator program because I immediately like realized that also in this space, uh, we as women are very few, and mm-hmm. sometimes like the other people that the other person I was talking to was normally like a white man, um, right. and so I also felt you know every time that I talked to a woman, it would also get what I'm building a bit more. Right. Um, and it was like also more in, in depth into like it, it just just generalizing, huh? but because um, it wasn't always the case, actually, because mm-hmm. it could also have been the other way around. But actually, I'm very passionate about, you know, us women as entrepreneurs. And, and I have to say that actually the combination of two accelerators and it doesn't have to be actually that you give away your equity or you pay for accelerators is not always the case so uh, for us like one of the accelerators it was like that but not the other and um it's really good because you get mentors and uh, for me like i got mentored by a person who who is like in a very big vc um and it a woman mentor it was a woman yeah right and so she told me like, okay, it is like now you can talk to you can start talking to VCs, but you really need to go focused on having like business angels and do this round with business angels because that's like I, I'm sure that's gonna work. And that's basically what I did. And um, so we decided to 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 get some also external help, um, you know, in in creating like a an SPV uh, in which like it's a special purpose vehicle uh, that basically. That basically allows you to to also do a round with angel investors that also maybe put a five, ten, twenty k tickets and put them all together, and then have like one person, like one entity in the cap table, so that you don't pollute it a lot, because that normally happens when you're doing like an angel round. Maybe uh, you get like smaller tickets. It also depends like in which country do you you do it. What is a ticket? It's a like an investment, right? Okay. <laughs> Amount of uh, investment, yeah. We call it a ticket. Uh-huh. Ah, okay. Um, and so, yeah, basically, that's that's what happened. And how how much money do you raise? So, Can you disclose that? Yeah. So in, we 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 actually had in mind to raise five hundred k for our pre seed round, 
but actually we okay. d- we doubled that um, uh, because we also said okay like what if it goes wrong and so we actually applied to also government grant um, and it also happened to actually clubhouse that we got approached by one of the it's, it's still not a public domain information but we got approached by okay. one of the uh, big you know accelerator programs in the US um, and oh, we, I see I can't talk, but it's one of those three. <laughs> and uh, and um, and basically, yeah. So we we got into that. So uh, they also wow, inv- invest uh, invest uh, an interesting amount of money. Um, and so yeah, so we got the business angels, the government, and that. Uh, and so now we we're at uh, uh, one million of uh, of raising. So <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Um, w- why do you need so much money? Um, because it's it's very heavy um, type of tech that we need. Um, so for the app and for the backend, and also uh, marketing. Um, that's what we need to do. We need to build software um, and uh, and then bring it to the world. Right. And uh, so, who is doing the business plan? Is it you? It's actually um, uh, me and um, Gabriele, the other co-founder. Right. I, I, I'm still thinking that one million, sorry. Because like for me, if someone would tell me, Tiago, I'm giving you one million, I don't even know where I would use it. So mm-hmm. did you? how did you prepare for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so business plans, how... So we actually have, um, with business angels, like we also were pretty, we're very excited about like the people who joined as business angels, because that was also the advice from my mentor from the big VC fund. Um, right. uh, she's called Elizabeth and uh, she's amazing. Like she's been uh, following me. Um, and, um, and basically her, her also advice was like, just not get like any business angel. I mean, it's, it's okay, but also like try to get people that would also signal something to the outside world. And so we have, the, for example, the ex-CIO of Gucci, the ex-CTO of Yuxtina Porte, some people from ex-Spotify that have, you know, joined the round, which also give us, you know, their expertise. Whoa, yeah. What a team. Uh-huh. Um, and, and so because of that, also in business plans, like this is actually the one of our uh, business angel he says like yeah business plans are made to not be followed but (laughs) (laughs) in a way because it's like you're there in your room in a piece of paper like trying to figure out like you know the future and then um in a way when you're there and you're spending the money actually things are different so you might you know have over budgeted something or under budgeted something the important thing is that things might also like level um but it it's yeah it's more or less something that um i think you can learn to do quite quickly it's it's not like rocket science you only have to also have that peace of mind of saying like i'm just gonna do it you know because you're never gonna have it perfect um it's it's an estimate it's a projection that you're making um i have to say that gabri is very good at doing it because uh yeah his projections are pretty accurate normally and uh but yeah i think also um, yeah having maybe a mentor or um, an advisor um that helps you with that it's uh it's 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 good and in your team so you're the only woman and then there's three guys yeah is that it yeah uh why 
Like, did you, was it just organic or yeah, it, do you work better with men or like? No, what? it's, I mean, I'm, I'm actually very uh, happy that we managed to also do our first two uh, hires in tech that they were women. Right. Um, now we also hired uh, a man, but um, we, it, it, it's, it's just like our team grew organically. Like I was like me talking to people and people being attracted to what we were building. Right. I have to say one thing, though, because I did also have women that did, you know, they were like so like and, and they really helped me also at the beginning, you know, when Renewed was an idea and I had like uh, different people approach me and also right. like working with me in their free time to, you know, get, get things going, like, you know, or thinking together with me. And in the end, they did not make the choice to like fully join you know and say like okay um it's not only women i it also happened that we also had a friend of ours like as a as a man so it's not i'm but i i did notice that uh, yeah with uh with the these others it was a bit more um well i i don't know i i feel it's yeah, it's it's a thing that we need to change, right, in our society, yes, 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 and yes, get yes, um, more women to, yeah. you know, just uh, get going um, yeah. and yeah, try these things. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, what is the status now after after raising money? You're already hiring a team. Yeah. You you released on uh, Android and iOS. Yeah. And uh, how has it been? Yeah, so um, definitely, like we're really, really proud of what we have been building like so far. Everyone who sees the app, they're like, "Whoa, is this just like you guys who built this? Like, it looks like a huge company." And like, no, yeah. <laughs> it's us. And so that's like a, a very big compliment to to me um, because yeah, we've been working like day and night. I mean, you know, um, on how how things go. And um, yeah, now it's like we're in really in that phase of finding product market fit. So that's a big word, but it means that, um, yeah, basically we're focusing on like retention numbers. And so uh, like making sure that like the users that we bring in, they have enough value from the product to keep it on their phone and keep on using it also, not just keeping it on their phone. And so it takes a bit of tweaks to it because you're not, probably you will. Like that is also what a lot of mentors tell us. Like it, it, for some teams, it takes them three months to get to product market fit. And for others, it takes years even. Right. Um, so How do you know you got to product market fit? Um, you know it because uh, users are uh, retaining. So you can retain users. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and, and then the curve also starts, you know, growing because people also then not only Organic like, growth. yeah, you, you don't only like retaining, but also they tell their friends and, um, you know, and but it's still like at the beginning, it's always like a, you have to push and it's all like in <laughs> like, yeah, you, ha- you have to go up. So it's like uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's tough in, in that sense. Uh, but it's also fun. Like we get to get to 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 have our hands dirty and you know right. uh, play with it. So um, yeah, for for us, that's the 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 moment in which we are. And as you said, um, making sure that we can spend this money wisely to get to the next step. Um, I think the biggest learning for me 
so far in building an app, building a, a startup is thinking of steps because sometimes like, you know, you have, especially for me, and it's not everyone like this, but I've always been like this. So you have like this big idea and dream and you're like, whoa, I'm like going to build this and making like an international product. Everyone's going right. to use it. And I'm going to make like this big changes also in the world. And um, yeah, but you need to think it a bit step by step. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, I'm Italian, so I can say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, you need to really think, okay, what is it that, and, and, and find focus. So focus on that metric that you want to get up. Don't focus on anything else. So now we're focusing on retention. We don't care about how many sales we do. We don't care about, you know, anything else but retaining yeah. the user. Yes. Wow, that's that's a great, great tip. And um, yeah, it has been a very, very interesting conversation. One last question from my side will be, there are many entrepreneurs listening to this uh, podcast well not many hopefully in the future will be more but step by step <laughs> step by step yeah what would be your advice for someone that is starting and particularly for uh, women that are also planning on going through the entrepreneur path mm -hmm. talk to people i think this is the the biggest advice i would say because just by talking to people you'll find potential team members, potential future investors, potential clients, potential users, um, everything. So really um, like get it out there, talk to people, but also listen. Um, because also by listening and then going back to them, that there then you can turn them, you know, in, in what you want them to, to turn into. Like if it's a client, a user, um, an investor and yeah so that that was like for me um like th that came pretty naturally to me to do it but I know that right. from other founders it doesn't and I think it's a big blocker if you're not just like talking to everyone because yeah I mean how we're doing it today Tiago right so we learned from mm -hmm. each other already right. and um yeah y you hear people saying things back back at you and um, that's the biggest thing that you can do at the beginning. Right. So do not hold on to your ideas and thoughts. Just share them with the world mm -hmm. and things will happen. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much um, for, for joining this interview and sharing all of your journey. It's really, really a pleasure. I will link your app in the description of this episode. I will maybe also link your YouTube channel. Yeah, sure. And uh, okay. yeah, I hope someone uh, can also uh, indeed learn from this. And um, yeah, but really, guys, like get out there and yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, those are some wise words. I just want to say to finish this episode that if you are a first-time listener and you have no idea what this podcast is about, go and check out the first episode. It's called The Pilot, and I explain what is the purpose of Wannabe Entrepreneur. Also, I don't do ads. I don't want to waste your time with things that neither of us believes in. So if you think that this podcast is valuable, you can just consider buying me a coffee. The link will also be in the description of this episode. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you tomorrow.